Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3 our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay. I want to thank you for joining us and, uh, you know, joining in the celebration that we do every Monday at lunchtime around the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because, you know what, we live in the capital of the outdoors. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. You might also be watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or, or listening on your favorite podcast. It's February the 20th, 2023. Hey, listen, as I mentioned last Monday, my son Jordan and his friend John McMahon and their and their crew went offshore last Monday. They were actually fishing while I was doing the show. They were searching for tuna and wahoo, and they found them both. The, the, the tuna were literally jumping everywhere but they just couldn't find a bite. It's kind of frustrating actually, because you know, you'll see a school of tuna come up 200 yards over there, you'll run over there, you throw your poppers or whatever, they'll sound again, and then they'll, they'll reappear 300 yards over there. So you have to be chasing and you got to get the time right and all that. Um, they, they just had a difficult time on the tuna bite, but they did find the, the wahoo bite. They were able to put, put uh, four really, really good ones in the boat. And um, they lost. Uh, they lost one that would have gone over a hundred pounds uh, at the, at the uh, at the boat. So it was a great trip. This time of year, you get uh, a very very narrow window, and it's in between cold fronts. And they happen to hit it very perfectly. So you know that's the beauty of fishing this time of year. You get to uh, you get to experience some uh, incredible fishing, and you don't have to make as long a run as you as you would have to run during the summertime. Um, you know the water we have access to here off the coast of Mississippi is really second to none, and you can see for the folks on the Facebook, you can see this is a picture from the boat as one of the wahoo was being was being uh, aft. And it was just a just a great time off the water, but that's one of the reasons we call it the capital of the outdoors in America, man. You can uh, you can do some amazing fishing offshore, and then go inland and do a, a wide variety of other incredible kinds of hunting. Hey, listen, uh, now we're going to work our way toward turkey season. Incidentally, the National Wild Turkey Federation annual convention was this past weekend, and by all accounts, it was really a great year. I saw where my friends Chapel Hart played there. And uh, you know the outdoors ambassadors from Mississippi were in in full bloom over the over the uh, weekend. Folks from Mossy Oaks like uh, Cus Strickland, the Haas brothers. Uh, let's see, uh, from Primos Hunting, you saw where Will and Jimmy Primos were there, but they were representing Mississippi on a national stage. And I, as I often say about them and others like them, we are so lucky to have these outdoor ambassadors working on our behalf. Hey, by the way, I saw that the national 
Wild Turkey Federation official Instagram page posted a video of uh, Daniel Haas. He was auctioning off a Fox Vest number five, and it was filled with custom calls and so on for the Grand National Auction. And that vest went for $31,000. A turkey vest with custom calls went for $31,000. Congratulations to Mossy Oaks and to the National Wild, uh, Wild Turkey Federation and those who also uh, contributed to custom calls. That's, that's a great outcome. Hey, last week, um, I gave you an update on the latest efforts to make the sale of, of white, white-tailed deer in Mississippi legal. I actually talked about two bills that actually died in the legislature uh, when House leadership effectively killed them. Uh, these are bills that actually would have made the sale of white-tailed deer illegal. Uh, and sort of put this thing to bed once and for all. But odd things happen in an election year. I know that. I'm a former publisher of a newspaper. I know that very well. It, it seems so counterintuitive, as I pointed out last week, that you would have something that's supported by the vast majority of outdoorsmen and women in this state would, uh, you know, would be a bill like making the sale of white-tailed deer illegal, and that that would be a slam dunk. But uh, but it's not always. So I'll, I'll sort of leave it up to the speaker, Philip Gunn, to explain why that's not the case. Uh, but again, it's an election year. Sometimes strange things happen in an election year. But our focus on the issue has caused some serious light on it. And I'm, I'm hearing that there's, there's really no appetite, both in the legislature and on the commission, to make the sale of white-tailed deer legal, but at least for the time being. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay clued into the work of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks uh, commission. And if anything changes, I'm certainly going to let you know. But incidentally, some would like us to stop talking about it, but um, I should point out to them that there's absolutely no chance of that. Until the door is shut permanently, we're going we're gonna to keep a laser focus on it. That's just the way it works, and I'm, I'm privileged to have Super Talk Outdoors so that I can say that. Um, now we're going to shift gears. I came up on this great quote the other day. It, uh, it's from John Glenn. And John Glenn said this, we are fulfilled when we are involved in something bigger than ourselves. John Glenn, we are fulfilled, more fulfilled when we are involved in something bigger than ourselves. That's what I feel about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that was passed by the legislature last year. And the Board of Trustees has been hard at work making, you know, building this mechanism that will become the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. They hired an executive director, one that I am thrilled about. He's my friend, Ricky Flint from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. He's now moved over as the executive director for the for the trust fund. And I'm thrilled to have him on Super Talk Outdoors today. How you doing, Ricky? Hey, it's great to be here. Glad to hear to about the success with the fishing trip. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for for we showed a couple of pictures and a short video. You can see those at the at the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page or the YouTube page, or you can uh, you know just uh, you know well that's how you can get to see the pictures. <laughs> There's no other way you can see the pictures. Or you know you can you can watch it on Super Talk uh, TV, of course. But anyway, Ricky, I'm I'm so happy for you, man. Uh, you spent you had a great career. Uh, at the department that started in 1993 as an area manager for one of the wildlife management areas. And we'll talk a little bit about your past here in just a second. But, you know, to sort of your finale with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks as head of the alligator program. And that's the reason you've been on this show many, many times. Um, it's got to feel a little uneasy, though, coming from something that you've been in part of since 1993. And now you're in this new gig. You're sort of building something with the Board of Trustees that hasn't been done before. 
for, um, you know, how's it going in general? We'll, we'll talk specific. We're going to talk about your background here first. We'll come back to the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund in just a second. But how are you, how are you feeling about things these days? I'm feeling really good. Uh, I can't deny that there wasn't a certain level of anxiety uh, coming into this. You know, obviously, uh, been with the department almost uh, 30 years and uh, had spent the last 20 of that uh, in the alligator program. And I was very comfortable with what I was doing there and very passionate about it. Um, as I mentioned to you off the uh, record there earlier, you know, um, when we had these events, uh, interviews like this, if I was talking about the alligator program, I didn't even need any notes. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, now, now I have uh, this computer screen here in front of me so that I can refer back to things because uh, I'm not completely familiar with everything uh, that I'm dealing with here in this outdoor stewardship trust fund. But um, you know, I, I've gotten my shoes on. I've, I've got my office set up here and uh, working uh, hand in hand with the folks here in the Department of Finance and Administration. And uh, they have been great to me. Uh, they've helped me transition very well. And uh, working with the board, uh, I feel like I got my shoes on and we've we've made some good accomplishments in very short order. And uh, we're, we're making headway and I'm looking forward to getting through this first year. I feel like if I can get through this first year uh, to get all the processes down then, and then always, you know, working to improve upon that. We just got to get it going and I feel like we're on a good track. Well, I've been watching carefully and uh, no members who are part of the Board of Trustees and we'll, we'll detail who those are in just a second. But what I'm observing, I've said many times that the Board of Trustees is a, is a dream team of, of very successful businessmen who are taking incredibly important time out of their world every Monday to uh, to be a part of forming this thing that is uh, going to be really generational. And, you know, when I think about this effort, uh, Ricky, and I think about you, the work that you were doing at the department and the work that you're doing now, you heard that John Glenn quote, mm -hmm. we are more fulfilled when we are involved in, in something bigger than ourselves. That kind of defines your entire career, doesn't it? It does. You know, I and I've, I've said before, uh, you know, people in my generation, we grew up watching mutual of omaha's wild kingdom and and that was my you know back in the day if if i could watch anything on tv other than cartoons on saturday mornings uh, i wanted to watch mutual of omaha's wild kingdom and uh that is what birthed my interest in uh wildlife conservation and being the outdoors and uh you know before i started uh trying to interview for this position and you know i had to look back at uh where I was, where I've been, and I, I told my wife, I said, you know, I've, I've had a great career and I've, I've done more things with more species of wildlife than I ever could have imagined. And this is an opportunity to, to paint a much broader paintbrush across the state of Mississippi and outdoor recreation, wildlife conservation. We're visiting with Ricky Flint from the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. He's a new executive director. We'll be back after this uh, to talk a little bit about his past. We'll see you after this. Spring 
is near, so it's time to get in gear with the mighty 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. This tough tractor is efficient, economical, and easy to use. And with 0% for 60 months, plus an added $1,000 off, Ag Up Equipment is making it even easier to own. Gear up for spring with big savings at Ag Up Equipment. Visit any of our 16 convenient locations or browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 4-30-23. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Scott Gear Motorsports, proudly serving Central Mississippi for 22 years, is your place for motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-sides, jet skis, and boats. With over 600 units to choose from, a fully stocked parts department, and a service department offering same-day maintenance. Visit Got Gear Motorsports in Ridgeland at 230 Highway 51 North. Call or text 601-206-8880 and online at gotgear.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care Kids, the best pediatric primary and urgent care provider for busy families. Trust Care Kids is open early and late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care. Feel better faster. I'm Lauren McGraw with God Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601-879-3969. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. If you go back and look at sort of the history of Super Talk Outdoors, which started in October of 2021, uh, I would say that what defined this show from an issues point of view was our focus on the outdoor stewardship trust fund bringing lots of attention to it because other states across the nation have similar programs 
And uh, they were able to, in, in many cases, take a 20 or $30 million investment into their programs and turn it into 40, 50, 60, some even as much as 100 million from the federal matching funds that are available to uh, programs like this. Mississippi now has a trust fund and can uh, do programs that are gonna be generational in nature to increase our outdoors enjoyment. And it's gonna position us to be able to get matching funds. And we're gonna be talking more about this in a second, but really a generational bill. We're so happy that our governor signed and our legislature passed this this new outdoor stewardship trust fund. And I'm thrilled that my friend, Ricky, our friend, because as you know, if you're a regular listener to Super Talk Outdoors, Ricky's been on the show many times talking about his past love, alligators in the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. But now he's the executive director, sort of, he's been charged with helping sort of put the mechanism in place that's gonna enable this trust fund to be second to none. Before we get into the trust fund, uh, Ricky, I, I wanna come back in just a second. You had a great career at uh, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, as you pointed out, almost 30 years. When you look back, of course, you know developing this incredible uh, alligator program is gonna will always be your hallmark. But when you look back on your time at the Wildlife uh, Department, what comes to mind for you? I mean, how do you you know? I, I know you look back fondly with all the incredible people that you had the opportunity to work with. But you know, what? How do you describe your time there? Well. First, uh, I would say is the people, the people that I worked with uh, in the agency and other cooperating agencies, and then the people of the state of Mississippi uh, that I got introduced to uh, across so many different uh, venues, whether it was hunting on public lands, um, seminars, uh, short courses, uh, public presentations, civic organizations, and then of course the alligator hunting season probably introduced me to more people uh, than any other program I've worked with. And um, you know, the people at MDWFP have been absolutely fantastic. And one of the nice things about working with the Department of Wildlife is, you know, even when I was with the alligator program. I could go and work and assist all the other species management programs that were out there. I could work on WMAs, I could work in the turkey program, bear program, you name it. And um, that added to my experience and my knowledge that um, has helped me, uh, I think, uh, get to be able to be a good candidate for this position. I have a, a wide uh, experience with different species, uh, uh, habitat management, uh, forest management, um, construction, I mean, you name it, whatever it is. And all of these things are a valuable part of, of what outdoor stewardship is gonna be from uh, construction of projects, habitat management, um, all these things uh, are gonna benefit me uh, in this place. Yeah, when you were a, uh, an area manager from Mahana and uh, for Twin Oaks, you actually developed the first limited draw yeah. hunting system in Mississippi. And then uh, you became the first associate biologist acquired uh, for the Black Bear, Black, uh, excuse me, Black Perry Wildlife Management and Hell Creek Wildlife Management. If you just go through your go through your your past, I mean, your work on quails and rabbit habitat and mm -hmm. how that worked out so well, you know, developing the the uh, the first public alligator hunting season in 2005. You've uh, you know you've been in waterfowl management. You've been in waterfowl enforcement. Um, you've volunteered in Catch a Dream. 
in all of these aspects, and what's so important is that when you consider that so much of Mississippi is privately owned land, that in order to have an effective conservation program, one of the things we press so hard to do is say, make make the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund apply to any land in Mississippi, whether it's publicly owned or whether it's private land, so that we can have real conservation programs that impact. You've been able to see all these various pieces. You've seen how federal programs flow through. You've seen you've seen all all those things. And I think one of the things that, that probably is one of the most powerful is the point you made right off the bat, and that is the kind of relationships you developed uh, just in all these areas across the state, you know, relationships that you'll have with you for the rest of your life and will serve you extraordinarily well in this gig as, as, these, as these grant applications start to come in from all over the state. <clears throat> You're in a good position to really understand what makes a, a good uh, a good a good grant application? What what is something that's really going to to make an impact in this state? What is something that's going to create the kind of federal funds that we need to get, to get? Um, you're in a good position to understand that, aren't you? Yeah, uh, thank goodness I'm an extrovert. <laughs> you know, uh, I've from from day one uh, when I was working at Mahana Wildlife Management Area. Um, just getting to meet people and explain to them, you know, what we're trying to do here. You know, you talked about uh, establishing the first uh, draw type uh, permitting system as we did there at Mahana and Twin Oaks. That that had to be sold. You know, the people are used to going to public lands and all you got to do is show up, fill out a visitor permit card and go. Well, that, that program there uh, was the birthing of you know, trying to work with more of a quality type uh, experience for a hunter, not just an opportunity to go do whatever. But, um, you know, when you consider that you had the chance to be one of 20 people hunting on 12,000 acres for that day and you didn't have to worry about uh, 100 other people showing up. And that type of program has, uh, has spread out among so many of our wildlife management areas and other uh, federal lands as well. And it has really caught on and people understand that they'd rather uh, have that uh, slim chance of being drawn, but knowing that if they did get drawn, it was a totally different experience than what they had uh, experienced in the past. And so it's, it's things like that. Um, you know, looking at alligator hunting and uh, such a new opportunity in the state of Mississippi, it, you know, even though it's been going on 20 years now, it seems so new. And it really is when you look at it on, on the, the timeline uh, and the impact it's had on so many people's lives that have gotten involved in alligator hunting. Um, you talk about uh, being proud. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times we've been out in working enforcement, checking uh, hunting parties on the water. It might be two o'clock in the morning. There's two or three uh, teenagers uh, laying in the bottom of the boat, sound asleep, wrapped up in a blanket. But then uh, you're interacting with these people and, you know, you've got three generations of a family in one vessel. And the oldest gentleman in the boat is in his late 70s or 80s. And he's telling you, man, this alligator hunting thing is the best thing I've ever experienced. It's the most exciting thing I've ever done. And if y'all would let us, I'd alligator hunt all season long and I'd put my rifle up. I would never go deer hunting again. Well, 
when you hear those kinds of things, you can't help but be proud of uh, being uh, in the part of that. And I'm very uh, humbled to be uh, be the one who is, you know, at the helm of, of getting that going through. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting and um, really excited about now, you know, this opportunity to take all those experiences and um, work to improve outdoor recreation. I've explained to some folks here just recently uh, who, who call and ask questions about what is the outdoor stewardship. And some folks may think that uh, it's only for hunters and fishermen, and it absolutely is not. You don't have to have a hunting license or a fishing license to be interested in what the Outdoor Stewardship Trust is gonna do, because everybody spends some time outdoors doing something and there are uh, opportunities for this stewardship trust to impact all sorts of outdoor recreation that can affect every Mississippian out there. And that's the greatest thing about uh, the legislature and the governor uh, passing this bill and funding this program. Um, we've got $10 million to work with for this first year and uh, we're gonna have to have more. And I'm, I'm absolutely confident that at this point, with uh, 28 applications already received, and we still got uh, a little more than a week left uh, in this first round deadline, uh, we're going to spend all $10 million. There's no doubt in my mind, and we're going to need some more. And we're going to be able to show the legislatures that uh, there's a lot of interest, and we're just knocking the bark off with this first $10 million. Yeah, Ricky, it's uh, it's exciting, and uh, it's exciting, too, to have you in this position. It comes back to the point, and everything you just said sort of makes this point clear, what John Glenn said. when We are, we are more fulfilled when we're involved in something bigger than ourselves. And the opportunity through the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund to put something that's going to be transformational through gener generations is, is so clear now. And uh, we'll continue the conversation on the other side with Ricky Flint. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 61. Your Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high all the way to 81. Tuesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 63. And for your Wednesday, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 83. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. I'm Denman Ferguson, Realtor with Four Corner Properties, serving Mississippi and beyond. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home or wanting a special family recreational hunting track, give me a call and I will assist you throughout the process from searching, listing, to closing. Call me, Denman, at 601-214-6433 or call the office at 601-952-2828. Please call me with all your real estate needs. Thank you. In life and in business, one thing is certain, change. 
That's why Pilium Corporation is ready to keep you ahead of the curve on ever-evolving technology, critical for your company's security and growth. To that end, the Pilium team offers IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems, and real-time crime center technology. Visit us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Dell Technologies President's Day Business Event starts now with deals to power America's doers and dreamers. Save on select performance business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL for President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. One piece of proposed legislation that has drawn both criticism and praise is House Bill 1020. What the bill would do is create an unelected court system within the state capital of Jackson, while also expanding the jurisdiction of the state-run Capitol Police. Following Mayor Chokeway and Tar Lumumba recently comparing the bill to apartheid, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman had this to say. So I'm so frustrated with them. There are good people in Jackson. There are a lot of good people in Jackson that want to have a safe environment for them to conduct their business affairs and their political affairs. But the mayor is the biggest chokehold we got in this city. But the House and the Senate will gavel in at 4 p.m. today. To keep up with the 2023 legislative session in full, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi, from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships. Active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ricky Flint, who's the new executive director for the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Hey, Ricky, one quick point that I want to make. <clears throat> There's a bill that passed the House that speaks to this really important point around a dedicated funding source. What we would hope to be able to do is move away from sort of an, an annual appropriations, <clears throat> excuse me, where we have to sort of kind of push and fight to get um, get, get a, this year's allotment. Why this is important actually is that, first of all, you don't wanna to have to spend the time to work on the annual appropriation, but more importantly actually than that is the notion that this money will be dedicated for years to come. So when you're working on multi-year projects, when you're working on federal funding that involves multi-year projects, or maybe the, the cycles don't match up exactly with the current cycle, um, it's really important for us to know that we've got that money next year. Now, <clears throat> I've heard uh, the speaker and the, and the uh, lieutenant governor talk about $20 million, and hopefully that's what we'll get in it for this year. Um, I've heard some talk about 10, but more recently I heard uh, 20 uh, enter into the conversation again. But again, see, we're not sure. We're not sure, if, is it gonna be 10, is it gonna be 20? And we have to kind of wait for the legislative process to kind of play out. Hopefully uh, the Senate will, will entertain the dedicated funding source so we can know that money's coming uh, in the years to come. But coming back to the, to the, the fund itself, what's important to, is to just sort of recognize that this is the first year out. And and I know that the Board of Trustees and watching their meetings, and we'll, we'll come here in just a second and mention who's on the Board of Trustees. And I know that you feel the pressure as well. It's really important for this first year to be a demonstration year. You made that point going into the break there a minute ago. You really wanna hit the ball out of the park this first year so you can show people, this is what we mean when we talk about spending money to increase the uh, outdoor recreation in the state. It's important, isn't it, buddy? It is, you know, it's, we're very early in the game. Uh, I'm excited by the number of applicants we've already uh, had submit, and I'm excited by the amount of interest that I've gotten, particularly this last week. Uh, the last few days, the phone was ringing off the wall. I was getting constant emails from other entities who were in the process of, of applying or they just now heard about it and they're, they're wondering, is there enough time to get an application in? So uh, it is early and I, I feel like as more and more people learn about it, then this thing is just gonna mushroom. And uh, it's gonna take additional funding. And those, those other states such as Georgia, uh, that have this dedicated tax diversion uh, have seen their program just absolutely explode with opportunities uh, due to that uh, dedicated funding sources coming through and uh, you know they can add staff uh, they can uh, add more opportunities um, the the sky's the limit when it comes to projects um, instead of wondering can a one million dollar 
project be approved, a, a three or five million dollar project can be approved without any problem. And you you mentioned the matching funds part of it. You know, hey, this is a this is a huge selling point when and I, I've looked at my, my spreadsheet so far, just from the applicants we have so far, for every dollar that this fund, if we were to if we were to fund all of them uh, at this point, uh, if we were to fund for every dollar, there would be $2.1 being brought back into the state, whether it's from uh, matching funds from municipalities, uh, other state grants, federal grants, and uh, that's money that's being brought in that otherwise wouldn't be here, being spent in our economy. Uh, that's that's room for uh, contractors in Mississippi uh, to get involved. It's it's you know all sorts of things. Um, not to mention the recreational opportunities that can be added to the for the people of Mississippi. So, Ricky, you mentioned Georgia. They turned their fund into, with all the matching funds, you know, in the vicinity of $100 million. I mean, they literally have led the way in helping to understand how to make a state dollar turn into something very dramatic. And it was, uh, it was frustrating, in fact, to watch all these other states in the southeast do what they were doing around matching funds. And we didn't have a fund that enabled us to be able to do the same thing, and now we do. And it's to think that over $2 of new money comes in for each dollar that Mississippi spends through the Stewardship Trust Fund. As we get more awareness of partners who understand the best practices around America in terms of projects and matching funds available, uh, that number will just continue to grow and grow and grow in subsequent years. And it's exciting to know that we're hitting the ground running as it relates to that. Hey, let's take a step back real quick. Remind uh, listeners who is on the steering committee, who's been selected by the lieutenant governor and the governor to be on the, the board of trustees. Right. So we have we have a board uh, that were nominated by uh, the governor and the lieutenant governor. The governor nominated four appointees. Uh, who are Van Ray, who is the chairman of the board. Uh, he is from Yazoo City. We also have David Holman, who's down there from around your area in Bay St. Louis. Uh, Colin Maloney uh, out of Tupelo. And then Drew Thomas St. John right here in Madison. Uh, the lieutenant governor uh, was able to appoint three. Those are Joe Cloyd, again from your area there in Ocean Springs. Matt Lemscombe up in DeSoto County and then uh, Denny Terrell uh, out of Kosciuszko. And all of these, like you mentioned, are heavy hitters. Uh, and it's been a pleasure to work with them. Um, while I was in the process of contemplating uh, taking this position and interviewing, I went back and watched every board uh, recording that they had had uh, in all their meetings. And uh, I could see that these guys are passionate, they're interested, and uh, they're very intellectual people, and you want these kinds of minds uh, at the helm, uh, helping me lead the way uh, when you've got people that are uh, so successful at running businesses and you know and engineering and, and business and whatever it all is that they're just great at it, and it's good to be uh, married in with them in this program. Yeah, I've watched 90% of the meetings myself as well, and I think Van has done a really good job of leading the group. Uh, I know Joe, Joe Cloyd from the coast really well, and uh, he's incredibly successful. And 
has a lot of experience uh, with working in state governor. He was aide de camp, for a matter of fact, for for Governor Haley Barber. So he's uh, he's a, he's the real deal. And what I what I really enjoy hearing is as they learn more. The more focus there is on understanding sort of what the, the, the game plan is going to be, what the what the master plan for Mississippi might look like, you know, what how do we make sure that we're making decisions within the context of some larger stewardship trust fund vision? And eventually, you know, we'll have that. We'll have that in, in, in writing at some point. And uh, the evolution has been is really fast when you consider this thing had to come from zero to 60 in a short period of time. And now you're on board now. And as you pointed out, you got about a week left, right, in, in, in the yep. application deadline? Yeah. Our, our deadline for the first round is going to be February 28th. We've already named the deadline for the second round is May 1st. And, um, you know, you, you hit on something there just now. Uh, this is something that's been um, in the wheels of, of being developed uh, going back around 2017, 2018. Thanks to a great uh, partnership, a coalition of people and organizations like the Mississippi Wildlife Foundation, Ducks Unlimited, the Nature Conservancy, Wildlife Mississippi, as well as many other uh, organizations, you know, they all had the 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 forethought to to and to get this going. And it this is not something that just happened last year. Uh, it's something that's been in the process for a long time. Uh, we've got a, a a number of great other uh, state agencies uh, assisting us as non-voting ex officio members with the Mississippi Soil and Water Conservation Commission, Department of Marine Resources, Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks, Department of Ag and Commerce. Uh, we have uh, assistance from those that serve on the Senate and House Appropriations Committees, uh, Finance Committee and House of Ways and Means, and then also the House and Senate uh, Wildlife Fisheries uh, Committees as well. And so we've got all these people uh, working with us at the table at the same time. and. Uh, you couldn't ask for a, a much better dugout uh, to be uh, able to choose from when when you've got questions and you've got ideas. You got all these people that can throw all these things around. It's great. Yeah, I know Michael Watson had him on my show recently, Secretary of State. He's been paying extraordinarily close attention. I know that Delbert Hoseman and Philip Gunn and you know our leadership has been really paying close attention and. Um, I mean, everyone's focused on one thing, making this sort of a generational opportunity for this state, and it's going to pay off. You mentioned uh, this coalition. You know, you think about James Cummings he, from Wildlife Mississippi. He literally wrote the book on conservation on private land and what he's brought to the table about his knowledge of federal money and, what, you know, how that works. Think about Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited and being able to look out over all these other states and see best practices, and Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy and what he's brought to the table and John Taylor and Chris Gers from the foundation. I mean, this has been a team effort and it's been amazing to watch all these passionate players. Hey, yeah. we'll be back with uh, Ricky Flint right after this. Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree to Mississippi where a mockingbird sings out on his limb whistling that sweet soul for him I said three Mississippi to this land called home I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone Just carry on, I'll carry on 
is near, so it's time to get in gear with the mighty 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. This tough tractor is efficient, economical, and easy to use. And with 0% for 60 months, plus an added $1,000 off, Ag Up Equipment is making it even easier to own. Gear up for spring with big savings at Ag Up Equipment. Visit any of our 16 convenient locations or browse online at agup.com. Offer ends 4-30-23. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. With the current market and economic volatility and all the chaos in Washington, if you're feeling anxious about your investments, tune in to Supertalk Jackson 97.3 on Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. It's Jesse Kelly here. I can't afford to lose 30% of my 401k or IRA again, and I'm assuming you can't either. Call Oxford Gold. Securing your IRA or 401k with real gold and silver is a portfolio protection plan, and Oxford Gold has made it easy as one, two, three. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own precious metals. Call Oxford Gold today to learn more about the one, two, three protection plan. 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. Hey guys, it's football season again, and the College Corner is back to get you geared up for game day. We have significantly increased our inventory, so there is even more to choose from. Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? Come by, and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score a touchdown at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ricky Flint from the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. He's the executive director there and uh, really, really proud to, to, to call him a friend of uh, Super Talk Outdoors. And I'm just thrilled he's in this position. And when we went to break, we we're talking about this board of trustees and the great partnerships that it took to pull this off, great alignment in the legislature. And, uh, you know, one of the things I mentioned that, you know, bills never are exactly the way you want them to be when they first get passed. There are, there are always these opportunities to go back in and tweak them and do things to improve them. The one thing that I mentioned at the beginning of the last segment, the one tweak that could be made to this one is to create an, out, to create an, an ongoing and uh, reoccurring funding source. Uh, we need it to be dedicated so that we're not having to go back every year and, and get that money. That's really important, actually, because when you think about it, most projects aren't a one-year-and-done project. Some some of the right. better projects that we're going to fund are going to be multi-year, and some of the federal money that we're going to go get is going to be multi-year. So we really need to be able to do that. We got off to, to a good start with $10 million. Hopefully, we'll get $20 million this year, and we'll have a good public conversation about a dedicated funding source. But I'm, uh, I'm really happy with where we are, and I know that it feels a little bit like drinking from a fire hose, Ricky, but when you consider you've got just a, a week left and and the applications are pouring in and, and more than $2 of matching funds has, has already owned the applications uh, for every dollar spent in Mississippi, that's a great start. And you just got to be thrilled about that. I am. And, um, you know, one of the first things that uh, I noticed uh, when, when you start researching about this bill before it ever got passed uh, and looking at other states and uh, understanding that 75% of Mississippi voters support a dedicated conservation funding program, 75%. Um, you know, hunters and fishermen are the minority even here in the state of Mississippi, most people don't realize that, but they really are. Uh, probably only about 25 to 30% of Mississippians participating hunting and fishing activities or, or they're at least as licensed uh, hunters and fishermen. So to, to think that 75% uh, of our voting public out there is supporting something like this is huge. Uh, it's like what I, when we first started talking, you know, it's not just a hunting and fishing uh, activity that this fund is interested in. It's about outdoor recreation. And there's so many things other than hunting and fishing. Um, obviously, uh, talking about, you know, wildlife being held in trust in this state, as, as you mentioned. Um, people in Mississippi whether they deer hunt or not, are interested in knowing that there is a deer population here for them to enjoy, knowing that there's a thriving uh, wildlife resource here. Um, they're interested in knowing that, you know, we have all these neotropical migrants that move through our state because of the valuable resources and habitat that's here. So you're interested in songbirds and things like that. Um, you know, so many people are, and that's just a few examples, but we, we've got that support from the people who are making the difference, voting in Mississippi and supporting all of our programs uh, all across the board. Um, 
dedicating funding is, is going to be very important, uh, very valuable to ensure uh, more outdoor recreation for Mississippians, and it's going to promote tourism. It's not just going to benefit Mississippians. It's the people who see what we have here in this state and want to come here and see it. You know, and you, know, you talk to people, and, you know, hey, where are you going to go vacation? And first thing we think about is going somewhere else. We've got so much resources here in the state of Mississippi. Why not make it to where more and more people want to do more right here in our own backyard? Yeah, I uh, actually should start a campaign to get the legislature to support uh, uh, Mississippi tourism uh, as it relates to outdoors, proclaiming us the capital of the outdoors in America. Because as you point out, it's not just hunting and fishing. It could be, it could be bird watching or photography or canoeing or you know whatever boating. You know, it could be building reefs in coastal Mississippi. It could be who knows what. It could be involved in, in developing programs to help more kids get involved in the outdoors. And you said, yeah, 30% of Mississippians, somewhere in that number, uh, involved in hunting and fishing. That's still a really big number. That's hundreds of thousands of people yes. who are engaged in the outdoors in Mississippi contributing to what some have estimated an economic impact is somewhere around $8 billion. Right. Think about the, uh, the, the multiplier effect of all of this and it is absolutely tremendous and we want to do everything in our power to to grow that number so it's a it's big when you talk about tourism and you talk about outdoor recreation it is economic development in the surest sense of the word and what we're wanting to do is not just catch up with the with our neighboring south southeastern states that have done well in this arena we want to become a leader in this arena because we're the capital of the outdoors and i think that's where we're headed isn't it buddy yeah i can't wait to uh, one year from now to be able to visit with you and, and see where we've gone and uh, what we've been able to accomplish and what we can look forward to. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, it was a situation that, you know, I had to get out of my comfort seat to uh, be interested in taking this position, but here we are and I think we're doing great. We're going to look forward to what we can do. Thanks for doing it, Ricky Flynn. You're, you're the right man for the job. I look forward to supporting you and your efforts. This has been a terrific conversation about the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Thank you, Ricky, for joining us today. Thank Have you. Have a great day. Stay safe in the outdoors, and we'll see you next Monday. Talk Mississippi Media Production.